This is AutoLine Daily, the show dedicated to enthusiasts of the global automotive industry. We've got more earnings pouring in, and today it's Toyota, Honda, and GM. And let's start with the Japanese automakers, which posted first quarter earnings for their fiscal year. Toyota sold more than 2 million vehicles, brought in more than $72 billion in revenue, and posted a healthy net profit of $8 billion. Honda sold just under a million automobiles, which helped its revenue reach nearly $33 billion, and its net profit came in at $2 billion. Those are good numbers for the companies. However, both are warning that chip shortages will likely impact earnings in the second half of the year. General Motors' first half earnings also look good. The company sold more than 3.5 million vehicles, its revenue topped $66 billion, and its net profit was just shy of $6 billion. GM attributes its strong performance to prioritizing production of its most popular models during the chip shortage and gaining market share in the full-size pickup segment in the U.S. And thanks to high used vehicle prices due to low inventories, GM Financial had record results. And the global chip shortage is really putting a clamp on the production of new vehicles, which means there's not enough inventory to fill dealer lots, which means many buyers are turning to used vehicles, which means prices for those vehicles are skyrocketing, which means good news for automakers with finance companies. According to Bloomberg, Volkswagen's financial services arm expects to reach an operating profit this year of 4 billion euros thanks to higher prices on used vehicles. That's four years ahead of schedule. It originally planned on reaching that earnings target in 2025. And it hopes to keep the momentum going while the chip crunch shows signs of waning because used vehicles are still in such high demand VW is able to get an additional leasing cycle out of certain models. Electric cars are supposed to need a lot less maintenance and repairs than ICE cars. But that's not how it's working out in the real world, at least so far. A company called WePredict that analyzes data from automakers and insurance companies found that EVs need more work during the first year of ownership. And some of the findings are shocking. After only three months of ownership, the average Mustang Mach-E needs $98 of repairs or maintenance. The Audi e-tron needs $366 worth. A Porsche Taycan comes in at $667, and the Jaguar I-Pace is at $834. We predict found that the main problems involve the charger and charger cables, wiring, and wheels. The good news is that after two years of ownership, an EV is 27% cheaper to maintain, and after three years, it's 65% cheaper. Mobility is becoming electric, connected, and autonomous, just like the manufacturing world. But we'll always be one thing, a reliable partner for our customers. The age of silicones began at Fokker more than 70 years ago. Whether you're looking for thermal management of battery systems or the protection of electronics, 
Let your innovations be powered by Vocker Silicones. Visit us at Vocker.com. E-mobility powered by Vocker Silicones. Automakers posted sales for July, and they're as dismal as analysts were expecting. According to Ward's intelligence, the SAR, or Seasonally Adjusted Annual Rate, was $14.75 million, slightly better than last year, but down from June's $15.4 million SAR. It's the third month in a row it's dropped due to tight inventories caused by the chip shortage. In total, automakers sold just under 1.3 million units in July, which is only a 0.3% improvement compared to last year and an 8% drop from June on a daily selling rate basis. And it looks like sales won't recover this year. LMC Automotive cut its outlook from 16.9 million to 16.6 million sales this year due to low inventories caused by the chip shortage. Nissan is cutting the price of the LEAF in the U.S. to make it more competitive. The base model with a 40 kilowatt hour battery pack has a starting MSRP a little over $28,000, including destination, which represents a drop of more than $4,000. And it's more than a five grand drop off the base LEAF S Plus with a 62 kilowatt hour battery pack. And that's before any tax breaks or incentives. In addition to the price cuts, all models will come standard with a Chadmo quick charge port and a 240 volt charging cable, while some higher grade versions will come standard with more advanced technologies. The 2022 LEAF is on sale now. Toyota is giving the Avalon the old heave-ho in the U.S. Despite arriving on the market in 1994, production will end after the 2022 model year. Toyota has sold a little more than 11,000 Avalons through the first six months of the year, which makes it Toyota's worst-selling sedan by a pretty wide margin if you don't include the Mirai. The Avalon is made at Toyota's U.S. plant in Kentucky, so its departure should clear the way for something new. We want to know what drives your testing. OTA, connected car, diagnostics, remote testing, Intrepid Control Systems is here to help you work from anywhere. Intrepid Control Systems, driven by your data. The world is changing at an ever-increasing pace. No matter what the mode of transportation, there is always the need for an efficient propulsion system. And that's exactly what Borg Warner has been doing since the earliest days of the automotive industry. Things are looking worse for EV truck startup Nikola. Due to supply chain issues, it slashed its revenue forecast for the year from a high of $30 million dollars down to just $7.5 million and halved its delivery estimates. It now expects to deliver between 25 and 50 trucks this year, and we wonder if it will even be able to hit those goals. The company says the indictment of former chairman Trevor Milton is a, quote, potential distraction, and its stock was down more than 7.5% yesterday. 
Well, it turns out I was reading a little too deeply into the Copo Camaro being featured on GM's China website. A spokesperson told us that the dragster will continue to only be sold through its U.S. dealers, but once purchased, the owner can take it wherever they want. And I, for one, would like to see a big block Copo in China. Well, all right, all you Autoline viewers, you've been challenged. Someone wrote us an email with the title, not exactly a barn find, but, and goes on to talk about a piece of automotive history that, quote, I am sure will stump all of your North American viewers. Well, here's the vehicle in question and a few basic details. It's a two-door sports car that features an aluminum body over a steel chassis and is powered by a V8 engine. We already know what the answer is, but do you? The gauntlet has been thrown down. Pride is on the line, folks. Let's show this person how deep your automotive knowledge runs. But that wraps up today's show. Thanks for watching, and we hope to see you again tomorrow. AutoLine Daily is brought to you by Bridgestone, solutions for your journey. Intrepid Control Systems, over-the-air engineering, boost your game. Borg Warner, propulsion solutions that support a clean, energy-efficient world. Vocker, creating tomorrow's solutions. And by Scheffler, we pioneer motion.